0: All right, and this is the start of the first episode for the Black Sheep Podcast. My name is Austin Hansen, and sitting next to me is the amazing...
1: Farwa and Tazari Hanson.
0: That's right, that's right. We also have a special guest in the building right now. We've got our little f- four-and-a-half-month-old son, Nurullah. So he's just going to be in the background, I suppose yeah so this is our first podcast and i kind of felt like um one of the important things we could do is kind of start off with why we're actually making this you know uh, i kind of feel like a little bit of backstory can be really helpful otherwise this is just kind of a random podcast of us just kind of talking about stuff and that's I, i think that actually is a lot of what this will be i think it'll be almost like something for us to look back on and listen to and enjoy kind of like a um I don't know like a blog a vlog, whatever the term is exactly to where it's just something we're doing to kind of capture these moments and we just happen to also share it with other people uh, but first and foremost we're capturing it for ourselves so yeah one of our goals for 2022 is to start a podcast and we're still trying to figure out what the theme is and you know how exactly is the format going to go how often are we going to do it what's our intro what's How does any of this even work? You know, we are just starting this thing brand new. And uh, I think that's kind of the point right now is like to just get into it and learn experience. If nothing else, we're just going to get some very valuable experience. You know, we might just scrap this whole project in the future. And this is like a temporary thing that nobody really ends up hearing about or some people do. And we still decide to scrap it. You know, it's it's kind of for us to go out there and try new things and just learn. And I think that's what's really important about this is that there's going to be a ton of mistakes and to have some patience, not only for the listener, but also for us as we figure this thing out. And, um, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. When you think of why we're doing this podcast, what, what comes to your mind, Farwa? Uh,
1: good intro, oh. by the way. Um, I think what comes to mind would be having authentic conversations around all areas of life and being able to kind of open those doors with one another and then, oh yeah we got a little baby. Let me put the mic down there so you can hear it too you're too um, but ultimately I feel like the reason that we have this podcast yes it's a it's a venture for for both of us to kind of explore and see if we can turn into anything but it's also a way for us to capture our most authentic conversations. Cause I feel like we've had so many of those where we wish we would have recorded those conversations because they carried so much within them. And it would have been nice to be able to share that with others and hopefully ignite something within them to have something similar, you know, to have a conversation about something similar, or maybe even provoke some kind of growth from, from within somebody else because of our conversations I feel like that's what a lot of podcasts like they do for me is I reflect on what they've spoken about and see if I can relate that back to myself and then kind of go from there and I I feel like change is change and growth and authenticity are what I'm trying to like provoke out of others as the reason for the conversation no one heard that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think that's a great answer and i think that's kind of where we're at right now is like it's a little bit awkward it's something we haven't really done before but we we can have the we get to this point where like we forget that we're like let's say we we get to the point where we're kind of like we're so engrossed in the conversation there's so much happening it's so beneficial it kind of just seems like it would be great to have somebody be a fly on the wall and to be able to hear it and participate it you know in a lot of podcasts that i really like listening to that's what it feels like it feels like an authentic genuine conversation that you just happen to be a part of you know you're kind of listening and you're hey buddy we got somebody who has something to say apparently yeah yeah so we're on this whole journey as parents that's pretty crazy too i mean that's that's one way to go ahead and get this whole thing started is like i feel like a great reason to do this is to put it out there because it not only captures this you agree oh okay yeah 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 Mm, good point good point really I feel like this not only allows us to capture what we do but like we can put it out there for somebody else maybe someone will find some value in it and also um you know hopefully what would be really great is that we can learn just as much as other people learn through this so maybe somebody hears this and goes hey man like I heard you talking about this concept and how you guys are learning about how to do that and here's a resource that I found here's something that I can kind of help you with to get that going um let me point you in the right direction so like I feel like this could be amazingly like beneficial for us, you know what I mean? And how we learn and some feedback from some people, because we're definitely not the smartest people in the room and putting ourselves in a situation where we can engage with and interact with other people who know things about certain subjects that we don't know, uh, can really, really help us. So I feel like this is going to be something that's, uh, really growth oriented, hopefully for those listener, but certainly for us. So
1: it's, it's, it gives it us the opportunity to have a good solid community. Of like-minded individuals, mm. you know? What do you think, New Yeah, Day?
0: No, that's something too, like the idea, like if we were able to build this big enough to grow. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're able to build this big enough to have some sort of a community that would be great too because then it's helping everybody get to a place i don't want to assume that we're just going to ride right off the bat do that i think this thing is going to be a huge crazy experience and i can't wait to see what we learn through it you know what i mean so hopefully uh some people will get some value out of this and they jump on that journey with us you know that'd be that'd be like best case scenario is we all learn something we all get some sort of experience so yeah and uh We'll see how this thing goes. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, I think what I'll start right now is, uh, and this is an easy subject to kind of talk about, um, but I want to talk about what we got planned for 2022. I think it's a little cliche. Um, I think it's a little bit cliche to kind of just start off with that. And like everybody's probably doing something like that right now. Everybody's got some resolution or some goal. You know, and it doesn't have to be around New Year's, but most people try to do it around New Year's. So, you know, there's nothing really like super special about doing this, but I also think it's a great opportunity to kind of check in with yourself. Um, and every time we do this, it feels like we should do this more often. So maybe one of our New Year's resolutions could be to not just only do this on New Year's resolution time. But um, I think I'd just like to start by sharing some of the stuff, some of the things that are on my mind, and um, maybe you could do the same as well. So. And of course, we might have some input from the little guy. He might have something to say too. Um, so one of the things that has been a central part of my life over the last year, maybe almost two years now, um, has been mycology. Um, I got really interested in mycology uh, first. We, you and I, started out with things like uh, four sigmatic, like coffee that had mushroom powder mixed into it. You know, like reishi and chaga, lion's mane. You know, things like that. And I think that was kind of like our first bridge into this, you know what I mean? Besides just eating like portobello's and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Um, but that was like, for me, that was my first kind of bridge into that. And one of the things that that ultimately led to um, is more, instead of gourmet, um, a little bit more medicinal mushrooms. And I found those to be incredibly beneficial as well. So one of the things that has been a part of my life is is growing those things. And and always having them around, always having them in some sort of capacity in our life because they offer so much help. Um, you know, they really amplify where we're at, so it's not like you can just take it and it's a shortcut, you know, if you don't have the right mindset and you're not in the right setting, right, set and setting. Um, it's not going to be the best experience for you. Yeah, buddy. But I feel like, hi. Oh, hey. I feel he's going to be a distraction this whole pod. I'm like trying to get into a topic over here and I'm just going to end up talking to him and we're just going to speak baby talk the whole time. But you know what? Maybe that's what the people actually want to hear, huh? (laughs) Let me drop my concept of what the podcast should be and we'll just let him take it away. You know, this four and a half month old, he knows more about podcasting than I do apparently. So we'll just give him an opportunity to shine a little bit. See what he has to say good contribution to the conversation, Baba. Thank you. So one of my goals for the year is to be more involved with that. I want to be more self-sustaining. So, um, you know, be able to do everything in house, whether that goes to from liquid cultures to doing agar, um, to doing all of the grain spawn on my own and pressure cooking it, you know what I mean? As well as the substrate and literally keeping everything in a closed, loop, closed loop, um, within my domain at the, uh, at our home here. So that's kind of one of the things is I want to become more of a master at that. I want to get familiar with things like I haven't done anything. I haven't done any work with agar. Um, but I feel like I'd really like to, I've done liquid cultures. I just started one of those, which has been fun. I've been doing the grain spawn and the substrate and everything and and operating monotubs now for quite some time. And, uh, it was pretty expensive in the beginning to kind of buy it from a lot of other sources. You know what I mean? And taking that next step and kind of, you know, DIYing the whole project, uh, I think has also helped me learn and understand the principles and also save a lot of money doing so. So I just want to continue that for this this upcoming year. Um, And then another thing that I would also love to hear some feedback from you on because, you know, we are new parents. And so, yeah, so we felt a lot of demand on our bodies over the last, like, you know, I don't even know how many months as you've gotten more and more and more pregnant till you were just about to burst and then you had this little guy. And, you know, it's very taxing on our body and supporting him and our sleep habits and everything has been, it's been a challenge. It's been a huge adjustment. You know what I mean? Um, Both of us are certified as personal trainers as well as nutritionists. And so um, our bodies haven't really reflected our mindset because we've taken on this whole new challenge, this amazing bundle of joy over here. And so one of my goals for this upcoming year is to feel my best in my body um, and in the expression of my body. Right. And um, I feel like that's something you can really relate to. And you've made a ton of progress right now. But when you think about that goal for you and yourself, uh, Farwa, how do you? Because I know that's one of your goals for this upcoming year. So what are your thoughts on that and how you feel? What's What What are you working towards right now?
1: Yeah. I love uh, I love where you took the conversation just to go back to the mycology aspect of, it, of things. Um, I'll answer your question right after. I'm really proud of you to see how much you've grown, to have started from one tiny little like, okay, I'm trying this, and I don't know how it's going to go, and a bunch of different jars, and then you go, wait, I can do it better, and you refine that, and then you go, wait, I can do it even better, and then you continue to refine that, and you continue to make it better for yourself. It's been so beautiful to see how much growth you've had, especially since you're like, okay, well, Agar is also uh, an area of interest, and I'd like to explore that too. And it's so beautiful to see how much you're, how much you're growing into a mycologist. It's beautiful. I've I've got to see it from the start to this point, and it's only going to continue to grow. Seeing how much passion you have for it, seeing how much drive you have towards creating in that realm, especially like bringing out the inner farmer. Right? We've talked about how your roots are.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah. So you're you're channeling like a really, really deep part of yourself, and it's. I just, I just want to compliment you and say how beautiful it is to see how much you've grown and how much you seek to grow in that area. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see where it grows. So where it grows, <laughs>
0: where it grows. Thank you, thank you for that. I can feel that from you.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I give you all the support always. So I mean, selfishly, of course, I love the medicine. It's right. been. I don't I don't even have words to describe it. It's just been something that's been yeah. incredibly powerful and incredibly helpful in my own life. Yeah. So it's really it's beautiful to see that you have the same appreciation for the medicine so much so that you want to cultivate it, you know. It's it's quite incredible.
0: Right. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's offered both of us and other people so many opportunities to take a look at ourselves and do the work if we want to. Doesn't guarantee you're going to do it, but man, it makes those opportunities to see something profound and decide if you want to integrate that profound experience into your life and start to change. It really does provide those opportunities.
1: Yeah, and to go back to the original question that you had um, passed my way, I would say that I just want to, first of all, of course, go back to my pre-pregnancy weight. I mm-hmm. think that's, I mean, numbers, just a number. Um, I, I just want to be healthy. I want yeah. to be my yeah. best self. I want to have that toned body that I used to have. I want to carry that discipline that I used to carry around my body, around my my nutrition, my diet, my my workout regimen. Like it's been really beautiful, and it really it it feels so good to have that habit instilled. Like this is a hard-drained habit. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I don't know. It's just it's something that I really do enjoy doing. Yeah. You know, and going and going back to achieving flow with that has been really nice.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. So ultimately I feel like what I'm what I really want to get to is the healthiest version of myself. And of course that's gonna, not just gonna happen. It's it's gonna take years and years and years and years and years to come, but to set that as the intention and to just live through that. Mm-hmm. Is this is this good for me or is this gonna take away from me feeling my best? With right. everything. Right. You know, eating, walking, moving, sitting, anything.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So I hope that answered your question. I know that was kind of vague. I feel like I'm halfway tending to him and halfway responding. I totally get
0: it. And I appreciate your help with him because he needs it. He needs that love right now. He's a curious little guy. He's just looking around at us while we're doing this, you know, like we're trying to find time to squeeze into this podcast. So like <laughs> we got to get our time management even better and better. Um, I'll take over for the moment. Looks like you just threw up a little bit, so I'm going to let you do your thing. Can you care take of him. on the conversation? Yeah, we'll do a little solo podcast right now because we got to squeeze it in when we can, and uh, we have to make adjustments to him. We tried to put him down for a nap, and he wasn't feeling it. So that's not <laughs> what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. So, what about you? Yeah. Um, what when about I think. You?
1: Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what about you? What are, your, what are your goals regarding your body? To kind of throw that question right back at you.
0: No, I appreciate that. I think right now, um, one of the things in the past, I, th- I think what it's all about right now is actually defining a better goal. So in the past, I felt like I was pretty obsessed with an image of myself, so it had to be a certain amount of mass. Uh, it had to be a certain shape. I had to move a certain amount of number on the weight. And... Um, I, I won't lie and pretend those things aren't still important. You know, I do think all things considered, if you can have a little bit more vascularity, if you can have a little bit more size on certain body parts, right? Like having really, really well-developed muscles, I do think is, is extremely attractive. It's, it's aesthetic is the word, you know what I mean? And so I, I still like those things and it's great to hit certain milestones and numbers. Um, but what I think ends up happening, at least from my experience is I got a little bit too obsessed with that. And kind of like relied on a validation from myself and from other people seeing me get to that point. Uh, And I think that's when it can get a little bit unhealthy is when you start getting a little bit crazy uh, in the discipline. You know what I mean? Like I'm wearing a shirt right now says discipline equals freedom. So I'm not saying discipline is bad. No, you you absolutely need that. And to come from a place of having no discipline to having discipline, uh, I think is amazing. And I think it's a necessary step. And then from there, you can learn kind of that third stage where you transcend, you know, zero discipline, total fuck off to, um, overly disciplined, you know, tyrant among yourself. And then that third stage is, you know, being a disciplined person who also has some balance with that and self-love and maybe some grace, you know, and, um, and I'm not there. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm a hundred percent trying to work to get there. You know what I mean? Like, um, I just, I, yeah, I can, I can tell that there's a lot of growth to do. I think that the more I look at myself, uh, the more I see things that I want to fix. Um, and at the same time, um, there is something about having like an unconditional positive regard for yourself and having that love and ultimately like acceptance. It's like, you're, you're not as good as you could be, but you're perfect the way that you are. And those are, those like kind of contradict each other, but they have to be held at the same time. Right? like, I accept where I am and I'm not going to like overly stress about it and stress out my immune system and start, you know, feeling dis-ease in my body and promoting that disease within my body. Um, but at the same time, I'm also going to better myself and not just be totally complacent. So, um, that like harmony between those two things is I feel like where I need to be trying to get to. So when I think about my goal for this year, um, I really want to be able to have that strength and to have mass and to have vascularity, whatever those definitions of those things are for myself, Uh, while at the same time, I've been really getting into yoga. um, And I'm terrible at it. (laughs) I'm fucking terrible at it. So I've got a lot of work to do. But um, I've really found that um, the breath work, which I know so little about and have just begun to get into, uh, is really important. I've listened to some podcasts and um, from what I understand, breathwork is amazing and I have to get into it and I have to understand how to sleep better, how to eat better, how to breathe better and get to a place where, you know, I'm not mouth breathing, I'm nasal breathing. Like there's a lot that I have to work on. So um, yeah, hopefully this podcast can serve as kind of a benchmark and like a, like timestamp stamp of our lives, like at that moment in time of what's going on. So like, hopefully in the future I can look back on this and go like, wow, look at that. That's where I was at at that time. And I understood that I needed to fix these things. And then like, you know, two years from now, there's a journey of how I got to that point. So I'm really excited to see how that works. And uh, again, hopefully other people can maybe help us out. <laughs> they can go, Hey, I heard you on that fucking podcast talking about how shitty your breath work is. Here's a couple of ways. Here's a couple other places you can look that you didn't mention. You know what I mean? And uh, that could be really helpful. And um, also maybe if I learn that and then I talk about it on the podcast, it gets out to even more people and then it helps them. It uh, just kind of seems like a win-win. So, yeah, when I want to feel my best in my body and the expression of my body. So I want to be able to move and like feel through myself as I go through the poses of yoga, right? So like there is a certain level of strength that I want to have as I'm able to do these poses and flexibility, stability, balance, all these things, and to be able to be calm and centered um, through that. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've been working on lately. Uh, We went to the Oregon coast over New Year's to celebrate the the bringing in of the New Year. And one of the things I did every single day we were there, sometime in the morning when it was high tide, uh, is I ran out into the Pacific Ocean in nothing but underwear. Um, So it was probably... I don't know, 34, 35 degrees outside and the water felt like it was even colder. And, uh, what I would do is I would literally just go, all right, um, it's time to go do this. And I had a goal and I got better each time. So in the beginning it was like a pitiful disgrace of a display of, of, um, effort. Like it was like, it was so like, I was almost, I felt like I failed despite having actually accomplished it. I felt like I failed. So what I mean is I ran out into the ocean rather I walked out, I got out there and I walked out. Um, I got waist deep and it's freezing. Right. And then that hits that point where it gets right over your cock and you're just like, Oh my gosh, you know, you freeze. And that was a tough little milestone to pass through, but you pass through it and you go up to your nipples and then you go all the way up into your neck. And, um, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get to the point where I was doing almost like a polar plunge or like a big long ice bath of sorts. And, um, it got to the point where I was getting ready, and I got up to my neck and I put my head under and you're in this freezing cold water, and I can remember that it was just like um it was just like total panic, like my body just entered this state that was just like completely enveloped in this cold water and uh, I felt myself panic I felt myself get to that point, and I got up and got out of the water and and ran back to shore and um so I did the plunge, but i I felt like there was a real opportunity for me to try to sit in that, calm my breath, and just allow myself to exist and try to find, um, I don't want to say like a Zen spot. It's, I don't know if that's a Zen thing, but like, just be really comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. I mean, I kind of feel like that's what David Goggins talks about, you know what I mean, and all his stuff. And so I kind of felt like that was an opportunity to have a Goggins-type moment and uh, totally fucked it up and failed, 100%. And, uh, so the next day, um, I go to do it again and I had totally been beating myself up about it the day prior. So this time, um, I went out of my way to just sit down in the water. I literally walked out into the water and then as the waves are coming in and they're crashing and it's cold as fuck, just like it was before. Um, I literally sit down and I go over the top and try and adopt some Zen Yogi posture while I'm in the water and the waves are crashing over me and my head is underneath the, my head, sorry, my neck is into the water. And my head's like just floating. And, um, and this time I tried to stay down there as long as I could. And I surprised myself with how well I did. And the point that I was trying to illustrate to myself is that I feel like the water was no colder than it was the day prior. Um, and it wasn't as if it was impossible to do. It was just a mental barrier and hurdle that I had created That made it seem like it was impossible so you know this time i was more prepared for that panic state when you dunk your head in and when you get extremely cold and do the full dip and i just was anticipating it and i said what you're going to do is you're going to breathe through it and if you go back you're going to feel like a failure again so you just you just can't let that happen um so just go out there and do it and and that's exactly what ended up happening and so i felt pretty proud of myself afterwards i felt like i was really calm in a very fucked up and cold, uncomfortable situation. And I feel like that's one of the lessons that I was trying to get out of that experience. And I think that we should do shit like that a lot more often. (laughs) You know, I think we should do shit like that a lot more often. Um, Again, I'm, I'm no David Goggins. I'm never going to be as badass as that dude is, but I do think there's something to his message about doing hard shit every day and being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you know, like, it just kind of allows other things in your life to be put in perspective, you know. Like when you do these really hard tasks and you do this hard shit, and you kind of challenge yourself mentally every day, these lesser challenges that inevitably pop up, whether through work or family or relationships or, you know, somebody cutting you off in the road or whatever the fuck happens to you on a day to day basis, um, it makes it a lot easier to handle because you've already done this thing that was so much harder, and. You're just, you're good. You're solid. You don't, you know what I mean? You can just handle it. Your perspective and your tolerance for that is a lot higher because you do these hard things on your own voluntarily every day, which is, a, I think, a big key is being proactive rather than reactive. I believe that's um, the first habit of seven highly effective people. And um, seven habits of highly effective people, that's what it's called. And um, yeah, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just full of like, all these little like cliche sayings that i read once in a book and i still have to apply them better in my life and i struggle to do them but i'm trying my best so um hopefully the podcast doesn't just come off as like sounding like that where i'm just like repeating a bunch of shit that i'm trying to turn into wisdom that i've just memorized you know what i mean like trying to actually understand and truly have knowledge of this concept instead of just memorizing it from a book going oh yeah that makes sense yeah okay got it got it got it you know, I feel like you have to actually take that and then put it into practice and apply it. Uh, now you can't just read it and then like, that's it. So yeah, more work to do there, more work to do everywhere, more work to do everywhere. But, um, how that all ties together is doing yoga and mentally being calm and peaceful in these really tough, difficult poses. You know what I mean? Whether you're like stretching out your hip flexor or something in your back or, I don't know, some, some difficult thing for you. Everybody's got something that they should probably work on with their body. So, you know, maybe one side is more stable than the other and it has to do with balance or maybe it's a deep, deep stretch or who knows what, you know, maybe it's like really hot yoga and you're sweating, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Or maybe it's literally just like sitting in one place, trying to meditate and your mind just keeps going and going and going and you just can't seem to still it. You know, I feel like that's extremely hard. I feel like that's extremely extremely hard and when people talk about meditation i don't get it i don't i totally get the concept but i don't get it and i need to figure that thing out so let's see um better breathing better sleeping um able to dance and dress without fear or doubt um that's another thing i wrote for regarding my body able to dance and dress without fear of doubt so um, you know, as much as far would put on pregnancy weight when she was pregnant, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like sympathy weight. I don't know if it's dad bod. I don't know if it's like an increased amount of prolactin because of who I'm around and what's going on, but I feel like I gained weight as well. Um, and I don't, I don't like the way that feels. Uh, I really don't like the way that it feels and what ended up happening is the stuff that I used to be able to wear, uh, that I felt like I looked pretty good in, right. That kind of made me feel like, yeah, that's right. I do have. A body that reflects being a personal trainer and when i wear these these articles of clothing i can kind of show it off a little bit um i feel like i'm definitely not in that stage right now and when i wear that same clothing it doesn't make me look like a personal trainer at all so um there have been some sort of fear and doubts that i've created within myself uh following that and because i just don't feel as comfortable in that and so uh, i'd like to get to a place where and that's hard to measure right but it's a feeling And you, you know, when you put something on and you go, fuck, I kind of, all right, I look, I look pretty fucking good in this. All right. I like this. You know, I want to get to that point where, um, you know, the fear and the doubt that has to be overcome just doesn't exist to the same degree. And it's totally achievable. We have plenty of time and a lot of it is just going to be diet and eating better. So yeah, that's a really, really, really good and important goal for me. I believe. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're being joined in the, uh, the uh, makeshift studio here by two of my favorite people in the world, my wife and our little guy. I appreciate that. Thank you for welcoming me back. Yeah, of course, of course. So where are we
1: at? Where's the where did Austin take the
0: podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I was just talking about, um, I was just kind of really elaborating on feeling my best in my body, um, how that ties into yoga, as well as how that ties into... Um, I was kind of tying that into the cold plunge about being comfortable versus being when you're in a really uncomfortable situation, can you find comfort and almost like this Zen peaceness about it and acceptance, you know what I mean? So, and that was something you did in your own way. You, uh, you, you dipped your feet in, you dipped your feet in on the polar plunge and you got there. Um, yeah so it looks like the little guys is, is crying and having a good time so i'll keep that question maybe reserved for later while farwa deals with him um yeah so let me figure out what else to say here again this is our first time doing the podcast so if i'm if i'm losing <laughs> listeners because of this dead space right now i totally get it i totally get it that makes sense and uh that's fine with me um Another thing that's really important, I feel like, is going to be um, I want to get some tattoos. It's going to be controversial. Some people are going to like it. Some people are not going to like it. But I really want to get a tattoo. I've had some different ideas in my mind of things I want to get done. Um, I have an artist that I feel like I can literally contact today and start to create a game plan with. And uh, what I'd like to do, and I'll try and tie this into a theme here, is I would like to get my entire left leg Uh, all the way from my hip down to basically my toes Um, done and completely filled in, almost in this like Polynesian, Samoan style of tribal. Um, I I love that style. I love the way that it looks and uh, I I just love how completely filled that pattern looks on somebody's body. I think that's amazing. Uh, I think that's an amazing look right there and I think that the thing that does it for me is Uh, loving the design because that could change like loving a design could totally change in the next 30 years. I might become, I might get to the point where I'm 60 and I go, man, fuck, that was a terrible idea. I should not have gotten that. Um, But the thing that ties it in for me that makes it more special is that um, I do feel like in order to get your entire leg done, including all of the sensitive areas all the way up and all the way down, um, there is some mental toughness to it. And it's almost like a project. You can't just get it all done in one session. So like, you have to take the pain of your calf, right? And like the lower sensitive part of your calf and then behind the knee. And then you get to your inner thighs and then you even get all the way up to your glutes and everything else around there. And it's like certain areas are gonna be pretty brutal and pretty tough. And you have to take some of those areas and then you go back for the next session a few weeks later or who knows how long later. So it's like, it's a work in progress. And I feel like one of the things that I like most about that is the mental challenge behind that. And it ties into the yoga. It ties into the polar plunge. Um, I almost think it's like a commitment to yourself of like something you can do. So like I've seen people do blackout tattoos, which is kind of the same idea. It's like how much pain can you take? And I don't, I don't really like that idea. I'd rather have uh, a pattern or design or something like that. But it's not far off. It's kind of a similar concept. And um, so that's one of my goals for this year is I want to tattoo my entire left leg. Um, I can't explain why the left leg, it's just going to be the left leg. It just has to be, I don't know why it's just going to be. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about doing that. And if it makes sense financially for us to get to the point where we can basically blow that money on that, because it's not really, you know, you could call it an investment in yourself, but it's not really an investment. There's going to be no ROI on that money back unless you somehow are like, you know, um, if you do it and you become like a suicide girl, we start only fans for you. We could do something like that. But for me, I don't think that's going to be the case. So there's really no ROI on that. So uh, let's just call that disposable income. That's something that I want. It's not something I need, but it is a goal for this year. And I'd like to get to a point where I can do that. I'm going to turn your mic back on in case you want to talk here. Farwa. Um, but what do you think about that? what do you think about, uh, anything about the mental toughness of getting tattoos about, getting tattoos yourself, um, anything. Where you are at? I want to check in with you.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, just to kind of tie it into your polar plunge, it was really cool to see how, how you handled the polar plunge. You did it multiple times.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got to see every single one of them, which I thought was really interesting. You were like right there front and center uh, watching it as it happened. So <laughs> help us out and paint the picture for us a little bit better.
1: Yeah, it was really cool because so the first the first day that you did it, you kind of, you were like, okay, I just, I just dipped and I didn't really stay in there. I didn't, you know, I didn't do as much as I wanted to have done, which I think just going in there enough is like, it, that's badass enough if you ask me, just going into the water because it's ice, 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 ice cold. And you were like, no, I want to do it again. I wasn't able to sit in the water, like to sit in the pain, like you're crazy um yeah 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 (laughs) i wanted that pain so then you did it again the next day and you were like okay this time i'm just i'm gonna sit in it and and now watching you from the from the outside you looked so calm you looked so zen peaceful like you were holding whatever because i would be screaming like dude this is freezing cold getting my head wet (laughs) and getting my whole body and then the wind the breeze like uh uh-uh not doing it. And you looked so calm from the outside. You looked so mellow. Just, I don't know how you were doing it. You looked peaceful. Yeah. And then same yeah. with the third day. The third day I went down there with you too and put my feet in the water, but that was at the end and I just got a little taste of what you went through. And I, I it's amazing to see how, how well you handled that. And it was really cool actually to see your dad because your dad wanted to leave immediately and he just looks at you. He's like... If my son can do this, <laughs> right. I have to be able to do it. I can't too. bitch out like this.
0: Dang, he's showing me up. I gotta stay, you know.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. I saw Rick kind of just standing, like, oh man, we, we're, he's not getting out. I gotta stay in here right. with him, and I can't. Right. I can't be the one that gets out first. So it was yes. really cool to see that
0: because he's he's influenced by the same people. He's influenced by Goggins, Cameron, Haynes, and that kind of mindset, you know. So it was really cool to see him like step it up in that way too. We're both just out there being savages, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That was so cool. And like a father son bonding moment too. Yeah. to be like, wow, look at, look at the two men. Like it, it's, it's not, not necessarily a rite of passage, but it feels like, like you're showing, Hey dad, I'm a man. Like I not only have, do I have a wife? Not only do I have a son, mm-hmm. you know, not only my father, not only my husband, but I'm a man. And it's, it's almost like you demand that Like see me for who I am, Mm. you know, and you're showing him who you are, which is kind of beautiful in my, in my perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I hadn't really considered it that way of like an expression from myself to him. I kind of felt like it was more of an expression of myself to myself. Like I felt like that was the main, the main battle. But, um, as you bring it up, it does make sense. You know, in, in some ways you are kind of highlighting who you are as a person, as a you know, as a son to, you know, a father who's a lot older than me now, now that I'm 28, um, I hadn't really considered that. It didn't really feel like that was my main motive, but I, I could see how that plays into it for sure. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I, I wouldn't say it's your main motive by any means. No, I, I think the main motive was for you to kind of prove to yourself that you can do it and to kind of win an inner battle. But I think just like a side part of it would be to show because it was really cool to see that you stayed in the water and you dipped in and you were in, in, in like neck deep so many Mm -hmm. times. Yeah. And to watch him watch you was really cool. I guess that that's why I say that, because I was looking from the outside and watching him watching you. And it was really beautiful to see that it was like a moment for you to show him who you are. And mm. not that that was your main motive, no. Yeah. I think your main motive was to show you who you are, you know, to prove to yourself that you, you are you are the type of person that can handle something like that.
0: Right. No, that's a, I, I appreciate where you're coming from, and I think maybe what you're saying is you were able to notice that from your point of view, is that in that expression of myself to myself, you also got to see him seeing that expression. Mm-hmm. And so in, in that way, you almost kind of show, like I was showing myself to that person as well and anybody else who cared to watch, so... Um, I like that I actually think that's a really good point and I think I think that's totally valid yeah. yeah
1: and then to go to touch up on the like the tattoo pain putting yourself through all of that I think when I put my feet in the water a part of it in me, a healthy way of course not in course. like a
0: a teenager who's rebelling who is you know what I mean like looking for something and is crying out for attention it's it's not like that which both of us I think have been there mm-hmm. so I would just want to make that distinction for the <laughs> listeners <laughs> of course
1: I think that um, yeah, well, like just to kind of tie back to that, my when I put my feet in the water, yeah. a part of me was like, "God, this sucks," and then a part mm. of me was like, "Oh, the, but it feels so good."
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, go on that.
1: Like it feels good to put myself through this. Oh, cutie pie! It felt good to put myself through that, and it felt good it felt good like a part of me was like like just a part of me came to life and said i want to do this with austin tomorrow like i want to get all up in the water tomorrow and of course i didn't do it i chickened out because i was like dude this is way too cold but (laughs) a part of it felt really good to kind of stand in the water because i could have just dipped my feet in and gotten out but i actually wanted to stand in there so i kind of got a taste of what you went through
0: yeah yeah and i was impressed you did that like there was we were there with family at the beach, and so like my dad was there with me every single time, at least getting into his waist, which I thought was just that was totally impressive in its own way, because mm-hmm. um, he just dressed the same way, right? We got basically boxers on, you know, or s- tiny swim trunks, mm-hmm. and um, and nobody else from the family showed up either. But at the last day, you did and you came down with us. I thought that was impressive. You know Thank what I mean? You. Everybody else was trying to put on as many clothes as possible to stay warm, you know. And I I don't blame him when I wasn't going in, I was doing the same thing. Uh, but you, the two of you, did show up in that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think you'll consider um, if we go back, going going all the way with me and trying to find that that Zen place of comfort in the chaos?
1: I'd like to. Yeah? I'd, I, I I I'd like to think that I'm the kind of person that can handle that and turn that chaos into into order, really within yeah. myself. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I would definitely like to try that. I feel like it's it's something that I could say is on my bucket list now because okay. seeing you do it yeah. so many times is like, how could I not do it? Like yeah. this time around, okay, okay, I'll meet myself with Grace, but okay. next time, okay. next time, count me in. All right. Really, truly count you me in. heard down.
0: it here first. I'm going to hold you to it, hey. keeping you accountable. <laughs> no, that'd be great. Either way, in whatever capacity you want to do it, or if it's not for you, that's fine. There's totally other ways to express that mental toughness. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Would you, so would you go uh, bikini style? What would you wear?
1: I think I'd wear like shorts, you know, workout shorts, uh, you know, comfortable workout shorts, running yeah. shorts, and uh, sports bra.
0: Great. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'd
1: feel I'd feel the most comfortable in that.
0: No, that makes sense. And your nipples are going to be like hard as a rock, oh too. My god. So you want something with padding. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. That's a good look. Mine were, You could like cut diamonds with mine. So oh yeah. my god,
1: I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Your skin t- started turning pink and red. It was quite beautiful to see. Wow. You're just like glowing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy is like at the uh, rental property they didn't have the hot tub before, so it made the polar plunge a lot easier, being able to run into a hot tub afterwards. But um it got to a point I remember telling you this where like you were in the water and I stood up and I was kind of moving through the water and I was like, it doesn't really feel very cold anymore. Like it doesn't really feel like anything. And I do think there was almost like a numbness that was kind of happening kind of like you would have in like an ice bath where you kind of almost like you get a little numb to it. Your body gets adjusted to it and kind of ramps up, you know what I mean? To accommodate the extreme temperatures around you. And um, obviously for long periods of time, not a good idea, but very kind of like Wim Hof life to Wim Hof like to jump in there and, and feel that and, and challenge yourself, you know. So uh it's interesting my skin turned pink though. I didn't really catch that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see it from up above and then let alone when I was closer to you. Yeah. Yeah. I got to experience a little little taste of that when I went to go look for the Agates. Yeah. My hands were just numb. I like wow. I didn't feel the cold anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. okay okay so you went you went hard in your own way you know what i mean cold numb hands i got you that's still tough that's still tough yeah because you were out there for a long time when you were looking for the agates you came back with like pockets full of (laughs) rock. so that's that's you know difficult in its own sense because of how long the duration is see i'm like advocating for you right now i'm like trying to show how how (laughs) tough you are
1: you're funny yeah yeah Well, well what's what's next on your list of of subjects that you're seeking to expand upon for the new year's mm. specifically mm-hmm. resolutions, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, another one I feel like is, um, reading books. I just want to read. I've got the, I've got the bar set really low right now. It says yeah. read six books, any books, fiction, nonfiction. Um, don't buy anymore cause I don't need any more. Um, but use from the collection. So you and I both have pretty much filled bookshelves. There's like five shelves, almost like a little library. And, um, you and I pretty much have full, you know, like, I don't even know how many books do we have that we haven't actually read that look great on the bookshelf that look amazing, that make us look extremely educated into all these topics. But I don't, I don't think I've read more than 40% of them. So like we got a long way to go. And I just feel like instead of looking at them on the shelf as nice as they are, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like an imposter to have all those, but not actually have read them. You know
1: what I mean. You have audio books that you've listened to of those, though. So to that, I I I kind of challenge you. However, okay. I agree okay. with you. I agree with you because, yeah. like, I look at my Audible and I'm like, wow, I have awesome books, and I know I've yes. listened to them. Right. And some of those books are on my shelf, and I may not right. have read them, but I certainly have listened to them and pondered upon them and thought about them and
0: reflected upon them. So right. No, I totally know what you mean. We yeah. do have a lot of audio books that are, and a lot of them are exactly, as you said, they're duplicates. Yeah. We've listened to them on audiobooks and love them and wanted to get our own physical copy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
1: but there's something to reading our books. I totally agree with you. I, I have a similar yeah. goal. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? You want to read some books? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many books do you want to read?
1: Um. Honestly, I want to read 12. I think 12. I, I, aiming for one a month. It's not too crazy. It's not too daunting. It's, no. It's doable. It's very doable. Exactly. It's it's, it's similar doable. to you. I'm putting a doable goal in front of me. And I think that I'm I'm also reading my textbooks, so I'm gonna low key count those in there because I'm know. actually gonna read those. That's I have right. to. Um so that'll be two textbooks worth that I'm gonna actually read and then ten actual books from the shelf great ideally and that's, that, that's better than none in my opinion even if i hit reach half of those i would be happy 100 100 you know setting the bar pretty on pretty freaking low if you ask me but we can do
0: it it's right. doable even if like uh i think we learned that from jordan peterson like when you set an aim and you set an intention even if you only get 50 percent of that aim and intention 50 percent is way better than zero percent mm-hmm. and so it's like it almost doesn't even matter like in the sense of like whether you perfectly get it or not it's just making a little bit of an improvement every day every month every year yeah and the person you become as a result of that is the person you want to be even if you don't hit the goal 100% oh, of having course. the aim and getting to that point and having that direction even more importantly i think is extremely important
1: yeah i think i think it comes down to like perfection isn't necessarily like for me i'll, I'll speak on my behalf i yeah perfection isn't my goal my goal is to have the proper intentions and the proper direction and the proper, yeah, you know, the aim. Mm-hmm. Have the right aim, and yes. if I'm if I'm working towards those aims, I'm good. Right. You know, because right. ultimately, if if we end up saying I'll be happy when or I'll be happy if, we're we're screwed. We're not enjoying the, like you have to be happy during and know that you're going towards what you've what you what it's meaningful to you. Right. Yeah. So like the twelve goals, they're twelve books as a goal. It's if I read five books, man, am I closer to hitting twelve books for let's say two years span, yeah. one and a half? It doesn't matter. That time frame kind of gives you an idea, a uh, 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 a frame or to work around right. to say, hey, like uh, within this, yeah, deadline. Yeah, so so it gives it a just sense just of like structure, but it doesn't have to be so tightly wound around that. Where if I don't hit that, I'm unhappy. It's right. Like oh no no I'm so happy that I even let's say read five books because I set the aim for something I just want to read more books ultimately I want to read more books I'm just making it a specific goal by saying okay let's make it twelve specific like twelve books in particular it doesn't yeah. matter which twelve books on right. my bookshelf because like you said we have so many to pick from yeah and they're great subjects it's really whatever kind of speaks to you at that time yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Books. Books Well said.
0: No, books. (laughs) I like that. It's a good goal. I think it's a very good goal. And I think that everybody knows that you should read more. Everybody talks about saying that we should do it, including us. Someone's getting fussy. And, um, yeah, I think it's the right intention. I think it's the right intention. So what I'm thinking about doing now is we're just about to hit 50 minutes. I think we should wrap this thing up. I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good about getting it started and, uh, yeah this is our first attempt, our first attempt here um tons of mistakes. um who knows if people are even gonna like it? who knows if who knows if it even gets one view or one list and I have no idea how this is gonna work out. I gotta figure out how to format this I gotta figure out how to do everything and um I'm <laughs> excited for that trial and I'm excited for for learning more and getting to a place where um yeah we start to have fun with this. I think we'll be uploading every single week. That's at least our aim. So who knows if we'll follow follow all the way through. But um, that's certainly our aim. And it looks like for the first week of the year, we have hit that mark. So, um, all right. Thanks for being here. And thanks for being on this journey with us as we figure shit out. Um, As new parents, as human beings with lightness and darkness and everything about us that makes us who we are uh, perfectly imperfect, you know, all, all, all that kind of stuff. And, um, thanks for being here with us on this journey. And, um, I don't even know what we're supposed to say at the end here. Do we say like, follow, subscribe, all that stuff. I mean, it's kind of cheesy YouTube stuff, but I'm sure if you do like this and you want to hear again, I'm sure there's something you can do here, uh, in order to put yourself in a situation to get a follow up notification from us when we put something new out. So feel free to do that if you'd like. And, uh, We'd appreciate any and all feedback on things we can improve, uh, what we can do better, uh, any topic you might want to hear, or just any comment you might have to say. We're uh, we're open to hearing it and receiving it, especially if it's constructive.
1: Yeah, don't be spreading no hate. <laughs> Thank you, guys.
0: <laughs> all right, guys, and um, if you listen all the way to the end here, I hope you have a fantastic day. And fantastic new year ahead of you. Alright. See you guys.